You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Love of Pages, the virtual book club by Geek Elite Media, where three friends force each other to read books that we wouldn't otherwise <laughs> and share in our favorite cocktails or mocktails as appropriate. <laughs> so that was a good so, version of that. To, to go to peek under the hood, this is the first time we tried that one. That worked great. That was good. I like it. That was great. <laughs> so this is, I'm Elizabeth and I'm joined with Jessica. Hello. And Steven. That's me. And we are reading Jessica's pick that I have been trying to force her to watch the read, not watch, read. watch, watch. I mean, it, it's a very watchable book, though. Honestly, <laughs> I have thought at multiple occasions throughout listening to this book that I can see this being something that gets made in like later, much later after a press. Way later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this feels like a long running SNL sketch. Yes. Very much. That's what it feels like Very to me. much does. And to be fair, Mitch and I have gone back to exchanging movies, which is why I say forced each other to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but we are reading Hope Never Dies. Mm-hmm. An Obama-Biden mystery. The, those president boys are back at it again. <laughs> so last week... You'll have to forgive us, dear listeners. We said that it was going up after the inauguration, but Stephen's very adept thought process no. was like, no, 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 no. We had to put this up beforehand, which was very fortuitous because when he decided to put it out, we were not yet aware of the impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> it changed a lot of things. The aftermath. We like to pretend like we had some input for the universe in that, but oh no, no, we we absolutely did. Our ear to the ho- the house's <laughs> mouth, or our house's <laughs> mouth, our ear, our mouth, our mouth our to mouth. their ear. <laughs> oh, <God>. but um, <laughs> intentional. <laughs> yeah, no, so, we did it. You're welcome, America. So, in honor of. The podcast this week going up the week of the inauguration of Mm -hmm. Joe Biden as the 46th president Mm -hmm. and Joe Biden being a staunch non-drinker. Yes. We decided to all partake in the mocktail of the evening. So I am drinking because I can't read Jessica's text messages (laughs) all the time. (laughs) <laughs> I'm drinking warm milk, uh, which is referenced in this section of the book. Um, I, however, flavored mine with honey and some nutmeg. Oh, I even went, Jessica, you will appreciate this. I went mm-hmm. full Alton Brown and I grated my own nutmeg. <gasps> How did it turn out? Well. Oh, she she's making the ter- the worst face right now. She hates it. Mm-hmm. Actually, really good. <laughs> really, like, I'm kind of surprised the difference in flavor that nutmeg has. As <laughs> that's well. it. Never going back. That's what it says. Like, buy whole nutmeg and grate it the rest of your life now. <laughs> like sometimes you watch this stuff and you're, you're like, yeah, yeah, but whatever, really, dude. <laughs> like, 
Who has time? Was it wrong? <laughs> I don't think Alton Brown's ever been wrong. No, but sometimes he's excessive. Yeah, no. Yeah, I I did his ice cream recipe once, and that was excessive and way too rich and gave me a stomach ache. I mean, it tasted amazing, but like it was too much. <laughs> like, um, oh, the reverse seared steak, which I have done, takes an hour to cook a steak. And yeah. while it's good, it's not that much better than just grilling a steak. What is a reverse seared steak? Like you sear oh. the inside, but not the outside? Like what is the- You what is roast that? it first and then you sear roast it? roast it first like you would a beef tenderloin or a standing rib roast. Uh-huh. So you roast it on low to get the internal temperatures up and then you sear it on the outside. Interesting. Ah. I, 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 could, I, I can see the benefits to this. I don't know if it's a thing that I would put all my work into. Like sous vide people, they're crazy. Right. Like, yeah, no, like I, I've done it and it was delicious. No doubt about it. It was not worth the effort to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have this kind of time. No, it's too much work. Um, I think for... <laughs> For the um, for Jess, what what did you have for your drink? I made iced tea because iced tea is one of Obama's favorites, and I cannot stand the texture of warmed milk. (laughs) So, um, but I actually made this with the oh, I can't remember. It's like Empire of Teas or or something. But they did a Mandalorian one with Dune's character on it. It's like a very floral, fruity tea i can't remember i meant to bring it out here so i could but yeah i made that i added some sugar and then i added a whole juice of lemon too and put it in a pitcher because i'm gonna be drinking this all weekend so <laughs> i personally i just have uh, hot cinnamon sunset tea from harney and sons mm. there that's my favorite of all time uh it's just spicy Dang. and then I, I make it and then let it steep forever yeah, I let mine stay for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Makes sense with iced tea. But with hot tea, you you continue to let it seep? I don't ever take the bag out yeah. when I make hot tea. Not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I let it sit there forever. Um, like, it just gets extra spicy. And then if I can forget about this tea until it's cold and then remember to drink it, all the better. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, <laughs> same. I like it super strong and bitter. Mm-hmm. Super duper. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, because... Teas, particularly hot teas, the longer you steep them, the more bitter they get. Yeah, I also, I also drink black coffee though. Like I like, I like black. (laughs) I I enjoy black coffee, but I don't tend to get very bitter beans. Like I tend to go with a a less bitter and arabica. It's it's supposedly my like for bitter is supposed to make me a sociopath. So, but I don't know how I can be that and also a Hufflepuff at the same time. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, a sociopath very well might take their quiz in such a way as to distract from their possibilities. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to set up <gasps> an alibi here. I don't like it. <laughs> how, how could I be a serial killer when I'm in the house of Hufflepuff? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You raise a good point here, Elizabeth. This is, this is, I, I don't like it. I don't like that she set it up now. And now she, she's laughing a little too hard about it. 
So yes. I wonder. It's okay, Jessica. I'll help you hit the button. <laughs> uh, thank you. This is why I'm friends with lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So, and speaking of our likes and dislikes for beverages, so I actually cannot stand iced tea. Interesting. Huh. Wait. Does, I always I, forget that. I, I want to do a poll of this one. So, if you like, <laughs> if you like warm tea or warm milk or iced tea, just say something in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't like any of those things, we'll assume that you are also a, Huff- a Hufflepuff sociopath and <laughs> you just don't want to have any more of your personality things on display for us to judge by. Oh, God. reasonable. <laughs> but so with our mocktails in hand, shall we dive into the investigative oh. adventures of Joseph R. Biden oh. and Barack Obama oh, Biden? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so when we last left them, uh, they were in the hotel room that Finn was living in, mm-hmm. and they had found a piece of carpet cut out mm-hmm. and a pink stain. You're suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe, being the ever dutiful civil servant, we pick back up with him. Calling and leaving a voicemail for Esposito yep. regarding, you know, hey, hey, call me back. I have I have things for you that you're going to be really upset about. <laughs> you're going to be me. upset. And you probably already know this. But, like, did you see <laughs> the pink stain? <laughs> the mystery of the pink stain. <laughs> so, from there... They're still standing around trying to decide what on earth to do next. Mm -hmm. Standing in this hotel room or in this hotel parking lot. And then Biden makes the, the leap of Finn's car should probably still be here. Yep. And through fun time of deduction, he figures (laughs) out exactly which car it is. Because and it's the one with the Biden sticker. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the, the, like, what was it? His daughter had told him. So we dedu- he deduced the riding with Biden was riding with Biden was Finn's. I personally liked the deduction that, well, he lives in a primarily minority neighborhood, so he's not going to have the Confederate flags on the back of his car. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think that one. <laughs> and. Probably is not bothering with the Virginia license plate. So we can skip that one. I do yeah. like the, the one thing, I, I forget who it was that was like, well, I mean, people who are leading double lives, they might have a whole separate car. And Biden's it, just like, mm, no. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. So they find the car and then Obama is like, oh yeah, look, here it was Jimmy to unlocked and Biden's like, how do you know? No, it was Jimmy. <laughs> Obama's like, dude, really? <laughs> like, like, Obama's whole thing is just like, we had different upbringings, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. That was it. Like, uh, we, we did not live in the same world. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they start going through Finn's car and. 
all that they really come up with is the fact that he goes to a place called Waffle Depot Mm. basically every day. And at the very least, he was there the day before the day of the accident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And his his server was Tina. And his server (laughs) was Tina. (laughs) So they decide that, yep, we got nothing better to do. And we could use some food. Let's go to Waffle Depot. So they traipse on down to Waffle Depot in Biden's car, sports car. Yep. And while there, they start to talk up Tina, who asks if they're cops. Naturally. Naturally. (laughs) Because they look like cops and she doesn't recognize them at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really caught up on you saying talk, talking up Tina. It just sounds like some weird kid's doll from like the 80s that talks or something. And it would be like, talk up Tina. Like, I'm really stuck on this idea. <laughs> go back in time, Stephen. Invent it. Put it on the market. You'll make milk. There you go. Talking Tina. <laughs> in any case, they do deduce that or discover that he carried a duffel bag with him. And he had it the day before the accident, but that he did not come into Waffle Depot the day of the accident. Mm -hmm. So he skipped his breakfast, which is the most important meal of the day. So that's, it's concerning. Yes. And Waffle Depot, they probably like, no place calls themselves Waffle Depot if they're going to be expensive. So he probably missed out on $1.99 worth of waffles, which is probably a solid 18 waffles there. Probably. True. And I personally like, so the attention to detail in terms of what they ate <laughs> at this meal. Oh, gosh. was spectacular. So Obama and Steve order grilled chicken with seasonal vegetables. And Biden goes, nah, we're at a place called Waffle Depot. <laughs> I'm going to have the hash browns that are smothered. Thanks. And everything. <laughs> I, was conf- I was confused about why the other guy was like dying. Like, I think he's got a condition. He, he got like super like he okay. was like breaking it's, down. I did not get that bad, but after being on a diet for so long, and then I went to a diner and I got my typical before diet diner food. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like it was a lot on my body, but I didn't like throw up or anything. I just like really bad stomach ache. But like I get that if you d- cut out all that bad stuff for so long. And you, but he only had a few bites, but like, it wasn't even that one. He, I hate, like, was like, before. he cleared like half the plate. Well, he, he said that he, oh, lo- he was looking at it like, mm, like he was like starving or something. And so Joe was basically like, here, go ahead and take it, bro. Like you look hungry. And like, <laughs> like the guy was like dying before he ate these potatoes that he then died after eating. Like <laughs> neither end of that situation was good for that man. No, no. But so one of the things that, that can occur in those who are trying to particularly get to exceptionally low body fat. Mm-hmm. They end up on such restrictive diets and eat so few calories that they do end up essentially starving themselves to a certain extent. That's not good. Because oh, yeah. that's just, that's now that's not to say having low body fat percentage is a bad thing, yeah. but having too low can be problematic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's why bodybuilders who are getting ready to perform, they completely cut out all fat because they need to get down to under, you know, to about 1% mm-hmm. or less. But then right before actually going on for a show, they will eat a large bag of potato chips so that the grease will actually make their veins pop out. Yeah, yeah. And you, you like more, more salt and everything, you'll retain more water because they'll, they'll cut mm-hmm. weight by cutting out water also. Correct. Yeah. So, yes, he probably was not doing so well beforehand, and then he shocked his system after he probably had not had something like those cheesy hash browns in several years. (laughs) Yeah. Several years. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I was not, I kind of figured that we were going to end up in the situation we ended up with, which was Steve upchucking all of the hash browns he ate. Um, <laughs> at which point Biden and Obama decide that they're going to go rogue and they're like two teenage boys who are just giddy with be- excitement. Like, we're going to go on an adventure. We're going to sneak out after dark. We're not going to let dad know. And we're just going to go go do whatever we want. <laughs> you, you tell your mom that I'm at your house and I'll tell my mom that you're at my house. 100%. We'll stay at a hotel. I will stay at a hotel. <laughs> yep. So they decide to leave Steve and Biden's car at the Waffle Depot mm-hmm. and take a taxi back to the hotel that Finn stayed at, which didn't have any vacancies when they arrived, but within the hour had a vacancy, which I'm also like, they didn't. They didn't clean that room. Yeah, no, there was no, no. turnover whatsoever. <laughs> no, cleaning that room, and that's. I just. I. I can't. Yeah. Uh, no, never in my life. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. It, um, anyway. Um. <laughs> I do like the idea of them sharing, like whatever, like like I guess probably like queen size bed or something was going to be in there. Oh, it was definitely only a double. Like, you know, it was only a double. Only a double. <laughs> it was so adorable, but it also threw me off so much because I was like, am I supposed to ship them now? Like, <laughs> because Biden would be like, I looked at him for too long. Or like, and he has commented on, on Barack's body oh several times. I was like, a lot. And I'm like, oh my God, like, where is this going? Please stop. <laughs> There's some fan fiction on the internet if you want that. Oh, oh no. no, I do not want that fan fiction. I not nope. Is that, nope. Is is that their their celebrity couple name would be Jobama? Oh, that does flow very nice. Can't <laughs> <laughs> that be a celebrity friendship name? Can't we do that? <laughs> Relationships are all kinds of things. It's it they they put the ship in friendship. so they spend the night at the hotel and Obama gets up early enough that he walks across the street to have their clothes dry cleaned and pressed (laughs) perfectly fine with staying in that hotel but like I'm gonna get my stuff dry cleaned (laughs) have to get dry clean <laughs> okay <laughs> at which point biden then so 
they get ready to step outside the door and who should be there but Steve. <laughs> so they got absolutely nothing done without Steve. Yeah, they're just like, cheese it! They both run. No, that, that would have been great, though. <laughs> would have been hilarious. <laughs> Although we do get into that whole can Steve outrun Obama question yeah. <laughs> later on. Yeah. I particularly appreciate because I was like, if I had a secret, if I had secret service detail, like that's definitely the kind of conversation I would have with them. Like, what are you going to do if I just tried to run away? Like, I feel like that's a bad look. I feel like it's a really bad look. <laughs> do you, well, do, no, never mind. I was going to make a joke about the whole bathroom thing that we found out today about uh, Ivanka and Jared not letting the secret service use their bathroom. Oh yeah. yeah. I was gonna make a joke. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah. So once Steve uh once they ran into Steve outside their door, um they decide they need to come up with what they're gonna do for the day. And Biden says, first things first, I need breakfast. You need to feed me. So, they head for McDonald's. <laughs> Classic. Right? Mm-hmm. And then Biden gets a phone call from the mayor, which it took me a second to remember that the mayor uh-huh. was the mayor from the train station. I'm like, it wasn't better. It wasn't better with the, the audio book either because they do the entire narration for the thing. in this really bad Joe Biden voice the whole time. So it was just like, and then the mayor called me and then the mayor starts talking and he's still talking in Joe Biden's voice. <laughs> I have no positive things to say about this audio. Oh, Steven does not oh. recommend the audio book. <laughs> no. And we might be torturing him with this particular read. That's okay. <laughs> so sorry. He'll be fine. <laughs> Next, I'm going to make you read Pillars of the Earth. <laughs> know, no. it, like, honestly, I got everything out already. You guys choosing this one and me having this audiobook is totally okay revenge for the book that will not get posted after this one in the Forever War. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, anyway, so. The mayor decides to fill Joe in a little bit more about the poker games and the fact that Finn had a little too much cash on him mm-hmm. and that he stopped coming to the poker games because the mayor's pretty sure he knew that they all knew he was up to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the piece of information that Biden gleans that is his next clue doesn't really register till he gets off the phone and that it's Alvin Harrison was Finn's engineer. So not only were they co-workers, but they were the closest co-workers. That would be like your your partner. Yeah. Pretty much. Dying by your hand. I still feel like there's something more there. Like I said at the end of the last one, I'm very curious oh, yeah. to see how this nets out. Me too. Me too. <laughs> very much. Um, so, from there, Biden and Obama and Steve decide they need to go to Alvin's house. 
really Biden decides it and Obama's like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Steve's like, I have to go where the, I have to go where Obama goes. That's a good impression of the person who reads this book in the audiobook. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, before yeah. they get to leave to head to Alvin's house, Esposito shows up on the block, blocking the whoop whoop. With the whoop whoop. And she is royally pissed. <laughs> and. Honest Joe does a not honest thing and tells her they're going golfing. Yeah. We're going golfing. And Obama's like, <laughs> yeah, I also really liked how Obama was like, what is up with her? And he shows like, she's a Republican. Like when the lady walks up, she's like, so you guys really are best friends, huh? And like in that moment, like I feel like at every turn they keep having <laughs> Joe Biden get like, have someone like shove this thing in his face and he's like, oh, used to be. <laughs> he doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Yeah, he's, he's been go hanging out with George Clooney. But Esposito basically crushes their new information being like, yeah, we already looked in both of those places. <laughs> we found the exact same things you both did. You want to know why we haven't impounded anything or why we haven't coordinated anything off? Because we didn't find anything. <laughs> and I felt I felt very much like it was definitely like the school teacher scolding the school child. Like, don't try to outplay the teacher. Like, <laughs> please, you don't know what you're doing. Yes, we know it was suspicious. Yes, it was cleaned with bleach. They clean with bleach normally. There's yeah. no way. It's hearsay. I guess hearsay. Is it hearsay? Not technically hearsay. It's just it's not it's hearsay. circumstantial. It's, it's a, yeah, yeah, that, that one. Circumstantial. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It is not hearsay. Hearsay is an out-of-court statement. Used to the truth of the matter stated. Is, okay. For anyone who doesn't know this one, actually, Elizabeth is in the legal field. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I do not give any legal advice on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, no, t- take everything here with a grain of salt and just forget you heard it. There you go. That's best. That's best. Okay. So Biden then accuses Biden of withholding from Esposito and so on and so forth. But they eventually get to Alvin's. Alvin's, what a good idea. Who saw this coming, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't see it playing out this way. I thought it would be much more dramatic. But in any case, they arrive at Alvin's. Biden convinces Steve and Obama to stay put because I got this. He's more likely to open up to, you know, Amtrak Joe yeah. than he is Obama and the Secret Service after he's been raked over the coals by every other federal agency known to man. Yeah. And he goes up and Alvin's dead. Yeah. So I actually anticipated Alvin still being alive, but being shot while Biden was there. Mm. 
That is fairly more dramatic. Now I anticipated just a dead body. <laughs> as soon as they decided, we're going up to Alvin. And as soon as Biden said, I'm going to go and by myself. And I'm like, you're going to find a dead body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there, there have been some very clear times where it's like, okay, now we have to get rid of Steve so that Joe and Barack can go do something. And he mm-hmm. wouldn't stop them. Like the, the things that happen, like it's a clear setup for the next scene. Yes. Oh, yeah. So he gets back and this was probably this was I do like that Obama actually provides more of the comedic humor in this book than Biden does because in real life it's the other way around typically yeah but so Obama's playing hoops with a group of kids he's playing horse and Steve is just standing in the corner scowling because heaven forbid the president's playing (laughs) basketball with kids yeah i i don't know where the security risk is there but sure thing um <laughs> i think he like so i think it said it said afterwards like he's like they're gonna know those kids are gonna go tell their parents they played basketball with you like yeah. in, any yeah. cops should be able to put two and two together that oh they were here at that scene uh-huh. that's, that's the only reason i don't think any kid's gonna go and like knife obama or anything while they're shooting hoops <laughs> yeah so they so they ended up going to a gas station so that Biden could use a payphone mm-hmm. to call mm-hmm. the sheriff's department and be like, "Hey, there's a dead body. <laughs> Who Please is this? Deal with it, Joe Tingle. Yeah, Joe Tingle. I didn't like the tingle part. Why did he say tingle? Is it a reference I'm missing? No, I think it's just." Weird enough? No, that's fair. Yeah, like a person who's not yeah. practiced at lying or anything, say like trying to come up with a fake name. It was bad. I did not like it. He definitely clearly was just going to say Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. He's like, well, uh, uh, tinkle. Because <laughs> I now have to tinkle. <laughs> I'm so nervous. So. As soon as he gets done with that, he gets a call from Grace, Donnelly's daughter, or Finn's mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. The DEA is at her house. Or at the family home. Or at the family, yeah, at the family home. Family going home. through everything, yeah. Come help. Mm-hmm. So he goes. And he starts by kind of just telling her not everything mm-hmm. but some of the things and disclosing that you know he had a um like a map. potential drug problem he had a map mm-hmm. had well, some he, heroin. Didn't, he, he didn't say the drug thing <laughs> yeah he did he said there was heroin in his pocket because i thought the cop like forced him That's into saying cop. that the private yeah. investigator. Yeah, that lady. Yeah, yeah, the she, private investigator. She, she forced his hand into saying the drug part. Yeah, after she kicked his butt. <laughs> I thought you were frozen for a second. No, in, no, in the in in as plain a terms as I could, I explained to her what the police had found in her father's pocket, which to me would be the drugs. I thought it was about the the map thing because there was so much like there was a whole thing when that she made him reveal. If not the drug part, what would it be? 
the fact that he thought there was foul play that he had been at the hotel. Oh, oh okay. No, you got me here. So I mean, like to be fair, she had to have known that though, because he told Grace earlier, like, I'm gonna find out what happened. Like <laughs> Yeah. But in any case, he doesn't tell her everything. And he presumes that the cops would have already told her what they had found. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't because Secret Service had said, keep it hush hush. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and just about then he gets ready to leave and who should come walking up but the hotel room blonde. Yeah. Which so he he had like the, the writer had Biden be like, she had a great figure, but that wasn't the only thing I noticed. And I was just like, stop it, Joe. No. Now we're now we're now we're encroaching encroaching into the creepy territory. Like, yeah. Tingle, <laughs> please stop. The, his last name is Tingle. Apparently, he's looking <laughs> at ladies. I don't like it. <laughs> um, and so Biden decides he's going to defend Grace with a sandal. <laughs> Not a good choice. So as one does, he stands behind the door. With the sandal at the ready, Grace opens the door, and then whatever the woman says to her, she decides to let her in. And when she goes to close the door, Biden goes, (laughs) and she just sets the shoe up, and the woman starts beating him with her stiletto. I I mean, she does. She tosses her jacket at him, Mm -hmm. blinds him, and then beats him with a stiletto. Because I'm like, yes, it's exactly (laughs) what you should do if somebody comes at you. Would it it change anything if the person that was like coming at you, like so mysteriously, was Joe Biden? Like, if I saw this happen, I'd be like, no, stop, go go home. You're drunk. Like, like, (laughs) I don't feel threatened by Joe Biden physically. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if she got the look. I don't know if she got that it was Joe Biden. She probably just saw a man approaching with weapon. Just that's fair. Well, see, I wasn't really clear that he was approaching. I like got more of the look like he was startled. Like, yeah, ah. me, like I was gonna hit you with this, but now I don't know what I'm gonna do. I this was also a, like a massive error on the part of uh, Finn's Grace. daughter. All she had to do was yeah. say like. Okay, I'm gonna let you in. Just want to let you know real quick. There is there's a Joe Biden behind the door. Joe, come on there's out, and then I will open the door the rest of the way. Like that's all that had to happen, and then Joe wouldn't have gotten accosted with the heel. Which but, would really hurt, and they kind of sort of wiped out. Like they didn't even really go like, oh, and then he got hit with a heel. They're like that really hurts. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Well, to be fair to Grace, she's only like 19. Oh yeah, because she's like in college. <laughs> I, I feel as as a kid, like, I, I had more mental wherewithal for any situation like that. Yeah, no, I just feel like it was just in there just for comical. Joe Biden's yeah. getting beat up by this woman. <laughs> That's why it's in there. We discovered that the woman's name is Abby Todd, corporate risk investigator, Delmar Investigations, medical claims, property claims, life insurance claims. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a show. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that we can answer the question on how she goes to the bathroom with her long hair. In, in the, the whole thing for a trigun 
in that anime is like two of the main characters are people who are going around trying to like stop That's... the the big like massive killer guy from doing what he does because they're running up the bill for their insurance company. Yes, it's it's the one of the best anime plots ever is that the two characters are insurance agents trying to be like no 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 can you stop because we can't afford this yeah. anymore. It's a great series. <laughs> yes. That makes you too watch. <laughs> but in any case, through conversation, Abby basically forces Biden to tell Grace everything. Mm-hmm. At which point, Grace is furious because he didn't tell her any of this to begin with about his theories. Mm-hmm. Which, it's like, when would I have... I Literally, last I saw you was me telling you yesterday, I'm going to find out what happened. So how am I going to... <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, and then Biden and Abby exchange some information. Uh, and Abby states, makes the statement that her investigation is still ongoing. Like, it's clear that she doesn't buy what the police are buying. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. She thinks there's something else going on. So at that point, Biden gets asked by Grace to leave. So he does. He walks himself out and back to the Escalade where he had left Obama and Steve. And the car is there. They are not. So Biden's like, oh, it's a really seedy neighborhood. Like, you can't just be leaving it. Like, and there are three kids sitting on the stoop, kind of like watching him. Like, what on earth are you doing? And (laughs) then Steve and Obama come walking up with food. Mm -hmm. They went down to get um, some different food. And I like the kids are like, hey, this guy was trying to steal your car. (laughs) Thanks, kids. It's all right. I know him. And then he hands them money. And it's like, Obama knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Best way to do that. That is the best right here. Watch my car. (laughs) Imagine imagine if, if, like, you were a president that was on a bill. And you got to give someone a bill that had your face on it in that situation. That'd be amazing. I'd be so fun. So they get into the car and the thing that they got Joe, what was it? Chicken strips? It was something like that. I forget. It was something that required barbecue sauce for Biden. Yeah. He needed barbecue sauce. So they now have to go patrolling around for a gas station. So Biden can get barbecue sauce for his chicken nuggets. Because they wanted him to just dip it in ketchup. Which is vile, to be clear. But the thing that he does with the barbecue sauce is also terrible as well. (laughs) Such a waste. Yeah. You do not need a coffee cup's worth of barbecue sauce. (laughs) No. It was a very real written moment, though. 
it, like that's it, it's quite possibly the most natural dialogue in the entire book so far where the the lady at the counter is like is that coffee because he gets a whole coffee cup for, full of this barbecue sauce and he's like oh no it's barbecue sauce and she's like okay but i gotta charge you like it's a coffee okay well i'm charging things like here whatever yeah and then Obama starts going into a rant about climate change because although Obama was just going to walk out, Biden's like, no, no, no. In small Delaware, talk. we small talk. Yeah. Like, it's a hot one today. <laughs> yeah. And then Obama was like, ooh, climate change. Pounds. Yeah. yeah. Poor yeah. cashier was like, uh, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go okay. hang out with okay. Steve. <laughs> now this time. I mean, I guess this is a little interesting. So Biden leaves to go hang out with Steve while Steve pumps gas, has a small heart attack regarding the price to fill up the SUV. Well, it didn't fill it up, though, because you find out later it's only three quarters of the day. (laughs) You're like, ooh. And at that point, a biker pulls up on a Harley and Biden gets a funny feeling. Mm -hmm. He tingled. He tingles. He tingles. He tingles all over. Um, His Biden senses are tingling. (laughs) Sunglasses on. Let's go. He and Steve have probably their first like real exchange where they're like on the same page and on the same like wavelength Mm -hmm. of yeah, something's something's not right. Something's fishy. And then they discover it's uh a member of a biker gang, an outlaw gang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has the same, his emblem on the back of his jacket is the same as the tattoo that the Finn, was it Finn? I can't remember. The minister guy that was yeah. checking in on the dead guy's wife had on his arm. The minister who wasn't a minister. Mm-hmm. The minister who wasn't a minister. Which was a great um, exchange also earlier in the book. Yeah. He was a minister, but yeah. he wasn't a minister. <laughs> so at which point... Steve's senses are tingling and he's like, get around to the back. We're getting Obama out the back door. And so Biden like whips out, whips the car, the SUV out and has no control whatsoever, but manages to stop right in front of Obama and Steve so they can dive into the back seat. And then he takes off to chase the motorcycle guy because he's not going to let him get away. Mm-mm. And they go on this elaborate high-speed chase because they both top out at the same speed, which I'm like, that does not work. Yeah. Which, also, during this high-speed chase, we get a wonderful conversation about how things have changed and how you hold your steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's a fair point. It's not in two anymore. This is where I'm like, I feel like, no, you can watch this book because that was definitely something that I could see just like vroom, 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 vroom. And Obama just peeking his head up and you're like, you know, it's supposed to be 10 and 10 now. Yeah. It's, like, not, it's <laughs> nine and three. It's, yeah, nine not, and it's three. Nine and three. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nine and three. Yeah. So I, I imagine it being like a kind of like a, a psych situation. Like Gus, yeah, Gus is driving and like uh, Sean's in the back. Like, no, you're, you're not supposed to hold your hands like that. And he's like, Sean, I'm doing something here. <laughs> yep. But so then, as always is the case in America, the thing to ruin the high-speed chase is a cow in the it middle has of to the road. <laughs> yeah. So Biden swerves and slams on the brake and goes down a ditch, back out the other side, through a barbed wire fence, into a field, bouncing along until he comes to a stop, and then he blacks out. At what point did we find out 
that this was actually Michelle's car? <laughs> Just before this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 like I don't know, a couple chapters for it. She had yeah, to be like a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So he came to, and Steve is babbling gibberish and bleeding. Yeah, Biden's he wasn't got, wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> Biden's got a huge knot on his head from hitting the steering wheel. And Obama's fine. It's Obama. <laughs> like, for all intents Obama. and purposes, he's, he's okay. Yeah. Um, so they make the determination to drive Steve to a hospital. And in Steve's babbling, we learn the name of the biker gang, the Marauders. The Marauders. So after they drop Steve off, they Biden does the thing he's been hesitant to do since the beginning, and he calls Detective Dan Caparati, mm-hmm. friend, who is. Also royally pissed at him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. really, really mad. It's his fault. Like, yeah. He blames Biden for the reason that he is on a week's leave for as or a week's duty as traffic cop. Yep. And for Grace calling furious at the police for not telling her everything. Because his Secret Service had told them to keep it quiet. And he's not inclined to allow, to assist Biden and Obama in learning anything about the Marauders because he thinks it's a stupid, stupid idea for them to go deal with this. Yeah. Because they're going to slice them into ribbons. Yeah. Which is a pretty I did great- also like the whole Biden trying to guilt trip him, being like, well, if you guys know that there's this biking, why are they still there? And the cop's just like, mm. <laughs> like, bro, we got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a lot going on. I don't know if you've noticed, but like Delaware's the murder capital. So <laughs> yeah. like, got a few things to handle. Um, so despite all of that, Dan agrees to look into it and kind of ask around discreetly. Mm-hmm. Biden forgets to thank him. We'll deal with that later, I'm sure. <laughs> and Obama and Biden decide to go back to Waffle Depot to exchange vehicles. And then they decide that they're going to they, they have the existential crisis moment that occurs, I feel like, in all of these types of mm-hmm books and movies and the buddy cop where Obama goes like, should we really keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Like when's enough? Like the body count keeps getting higher and this is getting ridiculous. Like at some point we have to knock it off. Yep. So Biden uses Obama's words against him from the 2012 election yep. mm-hmm. cycle. The, the the birth of the catchphrase. Yeah. Yep. Or the, oh, sorry, the 28. Um, and yes, the, our section tonight ends with, yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. What is it? Um, yeah. It, it's the, 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 the full quote, the last part, the, op- the, the opposite of, oh, I, goodness, I forget it already. I feel so bad. 
the opposite of doubt is not certainty. It's not, it's not, yeah. It's hope. hope. Yeah. Which is a good one, honestly. Like, if someone said that speech in front of me and I didn't know what was coming, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, they got me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Do you, you know what the opposite of doubt is? It's not certainty because nothing in this life is certain. The opposite of doubt is hope. I'm not talking about blind optimism. I'm not talking about wishful idealism. I'm talking about that stubborn thing inside each and every one of us that insists something better awaits us as long as we have the courage to keep fighting. See, that's, those are the words of a person who gets elected twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We can't talk politics on this. Okay. We can talk politics on this, but yeah, this one, we, we, I feel like we, they're going to come up at some point just by, by sheer nature of the people that are the main characters of this book. Yeah. (laughs) No fair. So, what do you think is going to happen when they go confront the Marauders? <laughs> I don't know if they get to confront them ever. I think they're going to have some crazy kooky times. Uh, maybe another car gets damaged, but I don't yeah. think they'll get to confront them. No? I don't think so. I don't. For you, Jess? I don't know. I feel like they will, but it's not going to be like a confrontation confrontation. Like I feel like, I feel like the Marauders are not going to want to touch it. They're just gonna be like, no, no, this will put us on the radar. Like, yeah. that's also possibly. Fair. I'm hoping. Yeah. No, see, and I foresee them. I foresee Biden and Obama going in to like confront them, and the Marauders being like, "Amtrak Joe, good to see you. <laughs> We're not gonna help you, but it's good to see you. <laughs> I don't have to tell you anything. Okay, run along. Bye bye. I would like bye. it if they if they made it a whole thing of them going and like helping them and all the people that you expect to be against things, helping them. This would not happen in this book. This is not how it's going to go. But if they got help from like juggalos and all these other people that are like socially spurned, but are actually just Uh fine, that'd be great. You mean like in the movie tangled where it's at the ugly duckling and it's all the like bandit like guys. And they're all like, I've had a dream. I want to be a concert pianist. (laughs) We'll help you. The one's like, I want to run for Senate one day. (laughs) I, I really want the Marauders to all be secretly. What was the term he used? Hoggers. What what was the train spotters? Rail nuts. Uh, I want them to all be like train enthusiasts. Like I really (laughs) I want them to all secretly be train enthusiasts and be like, yeah, we had to become a motorcycle gang to like protect Follow our the trains. Yeah, it's like <laughs> deception or really just a, a, a group of train lovers. We, we, we took up riding motorcycles so we could keep up and go like, go like see the world and see our favorite trains. Have you seen an AT 180 or some like nonsense Ooh. thing for a train? <laughs> I mean, that would be, I feel like that would be a really great way to play this. I agree with you, even that's not how this is going to go, but I really want it to. (laughs) So, any other predictions for the last third of the book? Any any thoughts on what you think the solution outcome is? Esposito is a bad guy. No, that's not her name. (gasps) I think that is her name. That's her name. Is it her name? Okay, cool. She's the bad guy. I don't think she's the bad guy. Oh, fine. Now, now then the other cop friend, Cap, Cap, Capriati? Cap, there we go. That is one, the bad name? guy. I don't know. 
I'm trying to think. I was like, because it's three quarters of the, or not three quarters, a third of the way, two thirds of the way through the book. Oh my gosh, two thirds of the way through the book. Like you should have already been introduced to who mm-hmm. the bad guy is. And I can't be the minister who's not a minister because that's too obvious. <laughs> so I'm like BBC mistering these people <laughs> out in my mind. Like who is it least I, I likely? Like no, no one's actually the bad guy. No one's the bad guy. You think no it's bad guy. An actual accident. Mm-hmm. No bad guy. Uh, other, I like of, bad like, guy. Other circumstances. <laughs> There'll be someone who they're really sh- certain is a bad guy. And maybe they're the ones who got uh, Finn into a situation that's involved or in cir- like circling around his death, but wasn't actually the cause of his death. See, and that's where I'm at too, see. And I think it's the other Amtrak guy that Biden talked to at the funeral, Grant. Mm. Grant was Grant. Was yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Grant. Grant. Yeah, Grant. That one. Alvin and Finn were in on something to basically earn more money, possibly running across state lines because you can do that on an Amtrak train. And then when Finn couldn't take it anymore, he killed himself and Alvin and Grant covered it up with the accident. Oh goodness. I don't, I'm not, I'm not there for that one. I don't think he intentionally killed himself. No, no, too funny. No, that's way too funny. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I does not fit the writing style. That's why I'm trying to go. Like there has to be like a BBC mystery type. Cause I just trying to think of the writing style this author is going for, and it's very much like those cozy mystery kind of things. So I'm but like, no, it's kind of I, I, I don't I think know. Our quote unquote bad guy is gonna be Grant. I'll take it. I th- yeah, I think no, almost- I forgot about him. Yeah, him. <laughs> Someone has to be left to spill the beans about the situation that they were both in, but I don't think either of them were doing anything actually bad or like actually untoward. Just maybe something that it would be like, oh, I would never do that. But I mean, it's not illegal. Like that, that would be as crazy as I think that would go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Alvin definitely killed himself out of guilt. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I so. I feel like he did. I don't know. Alvin definitely killed himself out of guilt with the pills. Hmm. Okay, we'll we'll find out here. We will. Next time on Love of Pages. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Jessica, where can people find you at to discuss the awful texture of warm milk? (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at Twitter as JM Bailey writes. And Stephen, where can people find you at to discuss whether or not you can, should continue to steep your tea that long? Yeah, don't don't try to throw your opinions my way on this one, people <laughs> on the internet. But no, if, if you want to have a conversation, uh, come find me over <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, uh, you can find me across all social media as some version of Peppermint Gentleman. Uh, and on Twitter, it's Peppermint Gent. And you can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. Archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts can be found on our website, geekalitemedia.com. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. Let us know what you think about the new intro, because we're going to be trying new intros. That on. <laughs> so feedback is welcome. <laughs> and if you've got a few extra dollars these days, uh, please jump over to Patreon and help support our network so we can continue putting out great podcasts like this and all the other podcasts on Geekalate Media. If you don't have any money, we will accept you just telling all of your friends, family, and loved ones about the podcast. Yes. yes. Please. Yes, please do that. <laughs> 
But until next time, this is the Love of Pages reminding you to keep turning those pages and always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. That was so early again. This concludes our broadcast. 